friend of mine just this past week actually share a testimony about this. And, and, and actually some of what I'm going to share with you tonight was from what he shared. And uh, he was talking about early on in his ministry that he took this youth pastor position where the pastor told him, he said, literally, he said, look, I want you to come. I want you to be my youth pastor. He said, but for the first year, think, hold on, for the first year, all we're going to do is we're going to get together in the morning and for eight hours, we're going to pray for the church, pray for the youth, pray for the church, pray for the, you know, for the first year. I'm like, whoa, that's commitment, you know, and I don't even know, I don't even know what that's, I can't even begin to kind of fathom that but he was talking about that in the same tone he's like day one we got there in the morning and and he did the same thing went through the list prayed through as much as he could think of and and all that kind of stuff and it's like oh my goodness five minutes went by and now I got I got another seven hours and 55 minutes to fill with prayer and he said what he did in that moment was he began to just watch and listen to his pastor and as his pastor began to just literally pray scripture for the next seven hours and 55 minutes and and never kind of ran out. Because, I mean, I, you know, we run out of stuff to say, right? I mean, I'm not even good at conversation. I have conversations with people that are like, hey, how's it going? Good. Good. What did you do today? You know, and it's like just awkward. You ever had those just awkward conversations, right? I'm not good at that. My wife, she's so good. She comes into conversations and she asks really good questions and gets people talking. And I'm like, man, I wish I could do that. And then I go into a conversation and it's like, how's it going? Good. Okay. So what did you do today? You know, it's just weird, right? You ever have those? You're just like awkward. And so I'm like, if I'm that awkward with conversation, and, and really if we break it down, prayer is just conversation with God. So if you're really good at conversation, I've been with people. I've been with people who they can just kind of have a conversation with themselves, right? You ever, you, anybody been with those people? If you've never been with that person, then you might be that person, okay? Just be aware. Just, you know, if you've never encountered somebody who could just have a conversation with themselves, you might be the person who can have a conversation with yourself. But you know what? It, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, freeing sometimes because you don't have those awkward pauses. They're just having their conversation and, you know, you kind of have to interject every once in a while. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Awesome. And you, you have to be listening, right? All that kind of stuff. But it's, it's kind of nice, you know, to, to, to be able to, to have that conversation. But, but when we come to prayer, prayer is just conversation with God and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be this, this like high church thing and I'm using all the right words and I'm saying all the right things and, and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't have to be that way. And so I, I want to really just kind of release you to be like, you know what, the same way that you would have a conversation with your best friend or the same way that you would have a conversation with one of your relatives or, you know, your mom or one of your kids or, or, or whatever that looks like is the same way that you can have a conversation with God. And I know that that may seem really weird and really out there for some because maybe the only thing that you've seen modeled is the, you know, the, the kind of the high church language of prayer that has to seem all holy and using the right words and all this kind of stuff. And it doesn't have to be that way. God loves us so much and we can, we can enter into his presence. He's, he's made the way for us to come into his presence with boldness, without fear. And, and the word of God says to make our requests known to him. And he's made a way for us to just come before him 
and have a conversation. And it doesn't have to be stressful, and it doesn't have to be awkward. And you know what? It doesn't even have to be weird when there's pauses or, or, or moments when it's like, I don't really know what to say. You know what? You can just sit there and listen in the presence of God, and it's a really cool thing. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but, you know, just like our life in conversation, there's back and forth to that. There's parts where I'm talking. There's parts where you're talking. There's parts where I'm listening. And, uh, and so, you know, prayer is just like that. And so when we come to the Lord in prayer, we need to have moments where we're not necessarily talking the whole time. We might, we might come into the presence of God and we might, we might share, you know, kind of spill our heart, spill our guts, whatever, whatever we're dealing with in those moments. And then there's time for us to just wait and just listen and just hear what God would say to us and not be in a rush, not be in a hurry and not worry about silence. You know, I think sometimes we're, afraid of silence or we're afraid to, to listen to the voice of God because maybe we really just don't trust or don't believe that he's really going to speak to us, but he is. You know, there was a, there's an old, old song, and one of the lines of the song asks the question, it says, is the reason that we're not still to hear the Lord speak is because we don't believe he will? And I think that's a very valid question for us. Is the reason that we're not willing to sit in silence and just listen for the voice of God or, or spend time meditating on his word to let God speak to us is because maybe we've never experienced that. Maybe we've never experienced God speaking to us. And we're like, that's just foreign to me. I don't get it. I encourage you, just try it. Just see what happens. And it's not going to be some audible voice, most likely. I mean, God could do that. God could just do the booming voice and, and scare you half to death, and it probably would. You'd be, like, freaked out, I'm sure, if God did the audible voice thing. But typically, when God speaks to me, it's just kind of this sense. I feel it in my chest, sort of. I don't know. You know, I, I kind of just feel this kind of like, a, like an urgency that's within me of this is what I'm supposed to do. And I, I just kind of have a peace about it. And I, I, I kind of feel like God is speaking to me. And, and, you know, some people talk about, like, your conscience or those kind of things. And, and I think that the Holy Spirit uses that to speak to us, probably more often than we really even give him credit. And so, you know, don't be afraid of those pauses. Don't be afraid of, of moments in prayer where, where maybe it seems like nothing's happening. But when you're waiting on God, when you're listening for his voice, there's some really cool things that are happening in the, in the, in the, in the supernatural that you can't, uh, you can't reproduce any other way. Sometimes God just wants us to wait and listen. And so in those moments where we think, you know, oh, man, I just, I don't know what to pray or I don't know what to do. I've exhausted my list of requests. I've exhausted all of those things. Look to the word of God. Look to scripture. Because what better way, what more perfect way could we think of to be able to pray the very, the very exact will of God than to look to the word of God, his word to us, and begin to make that our prayer. And it's really simple. You can open up to a passage, and I actually want to look at a passage tonight that, that really 
it, it's not really a prayer in and of itself, but it lends itself so perfectly to prayer. And I think the word of God does this all over the place. You can find all kinds of passages. You know, maybe it's your favorite verse. And, and maybe start there. Maybe start with your favorite verse and just say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit down with just me and my Bible and my journal. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend some time in prayer and I'm going to read through this verse. And here's the deal. Here's the simple steps. Read through the verse first. Read it, maybe read it out loud. And literally make that verse a prayer. And maybe the language of that verse doesn't naturally lend itself to prayer. But you can, you can, you know, maybe change the emphasis or change the focus or whatever that might be to make it into a prayer. Let me show you what I mean by that. So I'm reading from a, a scripture passage in Acts chapter 26 where Paul is recounting to King Agrippa. He's giving his defense of basically this is when God called me, when God, you know, saved me. And um, I've, got a, I've got a scripture up here that we're going to focus in specifically on that. I'm going to read a little bit more of the story that's around this scripture. But so Paul is, is recounting to King Agrippa. Just listen real quick. And he's telling his story of when God appeared to him, when Paul got saved on the road to Damascus. And he says, one day I was on such a mission to Damascus. Paul was, was going around. He was actually persecuting the church before he got saved. And, uh, and he was on one of those missions. And he says, one day I was on such a mission to Damascus, armed with the authority and commission of the leading priests. About noon, your majesty, as I was on the road, a light from heaven brighter than the sun shone down on me and my companions. We all fell down, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is useless for you to fight against my will. Who are you, Lord, I asked. And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get to your feet, for I have appeared to you to appoint you as my servant and witness. Tell people that you have seen me, and tell them that what I will show you in the future, and I will rescue you from both your own people and the Gentiles. Yes, I am sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. And that last verse is what I want to focus on here. He says to open their eyes. This is the mission that God gave to Paul. He says, I'm sending you to the Gentiles to preach the gospel, to open their eyes and turn, and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Understand this. This is not a prayer that Paul prayed. This is not a prayer that, that really anyone prayed in the moment. But look into this scripture verse right here. Can you imagine this? Imagine someone in your family, some loved one that doesn't know Jesus. Or a friend of yours, someone at work, whoever that might be. Insert their name into this scripture for just a moment and look at how this becomes a prayer. Okay? So let's just pick the name. Is there anybody named Tim here tonight? Tim? No? Okay, good. I always hate it when somebody says little Johnny, and I'm like, that's me, right? So, you know, so anyway, so Tim, let's put Tim's name in here. Lord, I pray for Tim. God, I pray that you would open his eyes. 
I pray that you would turn him from darkness to light. God, I pray that you would take him from the power of Satan and God, you would turn him over to your power so that he might receive forgiveness of sins and find his place among those who are sanctified by faith in God. That's not, that wasn't originally a prayer. But how perfect is that to be able to pray the very will of God for the lost in our community, at work, our loved ones, our friends, by just beginning to take a scripture like that and insert their name. Now, it goes bigger than that. Any of you ever read the amplified version of the Bible? Anyone? So basically, okay, there's a couple of you. So basically the amplified version is this. It's just, it takes scripture and then it begins to throw in like a bunch of synonyms into the scripture itself to kind of help you understand a little bit more about what God is saying in that scripture verse. All right. As you pray through the scripture, you can begin to do that to kind of basically amplify, if you will, the scripture, taking it, throwing synonyms that help to, to really clarify what you're praying for. And so even something as simple as to open their eyes. All right. What to open? What else could that be? That could be to, to unblock, to make clear, to help them to see, to help them to perceive, help them to understand. And begin to pray prayers that go bigger than just the simple language of, of just like that one first basic principle, if you will. And begin to expound on this thing and make it personal. Maybe you know, maybe it's one of your coworkers and they're walking through something specific where it says, you know, and, and free them from the power of Satan, all right? Maybe you know that one of your coworkers is dealing with something. Maybe one of their kids is dealing with drug addiction. Maybe they're dealing with drug addiction and Satan has a hold on their life. Satan has a bondage that he has thrown in place in front of them and you know specifically what they're dealing with then you can get more specific and you can throw it right in there and you can say, God, I pray that you would release them from the bondage of Satan, from the addiction that they are dealing with, from the, the power of Satan that is, that is controlling their lives, that is distorting the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. How powerful is that? You're praying the very words of God from Scripture. And you can do this all over the place. It's, it's, it's limitless. It's, it's something that is very easy to do through the Psalms or through Proverbs or those types of things. To take those words and begin to meditate on them. Meditate on the word of God. Let it get deep into your soul. And begin to pray those words as a prayer back to God. And begin to cry out. I'm praying and I challenged our church this morning from this verse right here. I said, let's make this our prayer for Bay City. Let's make this our prayer for our community. Lord God, we pray. God, we pray for Bay City. God, that you would open the eyes of the blind, that you would unblock their vision, Lord God, to see you, to turn from darkness to light, to see God, to see what God wants to do in their lives, to see the power of God at work in their lives, to see Jesus setting people free, to understand the love and the grace of God 
to turn away from the power of Satan to the power of God so that they might receive forgiveness of sins. They might receive the freedom that is in Christ. They might receive the blessings of God. They might understand the love and the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord God, that they would find a place among those who are sanctified, Lord God, by faith in God. That they would find a place of worship. That they would find a place where they can belong. That they would find a place where they can believe, Lord God, that they would find a place where they can become everything that you are calling them to be. How cool is that? All of that from one simple scripture verse in the book of Acts where Paul's just recounting his testimony of when he met Jesus. And we can do that. We can take the very word of God and let it get deep into our souls and I challenge you, you know, you might have it, whatever. I, I challenge you this week to join us. Join with my church, Life 360 Church. Join us and, and let's pray this over Bay City. Let's pray this over our communities. Let's pray this over our places of work. Let's pray this over our families. But beyond that, I challenge you to, to try out this, this scripture praying thing. Take your favorite scripture verse. Take a, take a verse maybe that you memorized as a kid. Take a verse that, that is just special to you and begin to sit down and look through it. Maybe look it up in different versions of the Bible. See what different words are used there and begin to make that the prayer of your heart as you storm the gates of heaven with your request that God would pour out his spirit on our community, that God would bring revival, that God would bring salvation. And let's be faithful people of prayer. God has called us to this. God has called us to, to do the work. And I think sometimes, I think sometimes we sell short prayer and we feel like it's not, I, I wish I could do more or I wish I was doing something. And when we are on our knees and when we are praying and we are, when we are interceding and we are, we are doing the work of spiritual warfare in this community, then we are doing more than anything else we could ever do. Because the power of God, there, there's, there's a battle taking place that we don't see. And if we want to be a part of that, if we want to be a part of what God is doing to bring people to salvation, then we need to be people of prayer. And we need to pray bold prayers. And we need to pray prayers of, of, of surrender to God to say, Lord, not your will, but my will. And we need to pray and we need to fast and we need to be faithful and we need to be disciplined. And we need to pray the exact will of God. And I can't think of any other way to do that except to open up the word of God and to begin to pray the actual words that God gave us in his word to us. We don't have to worry about it at that moment. We're actually praying the very will of God. And so I challenge you, I encourage you, church, this week, maybe even tonight, before your head hits the pillow, open up your Bible, take a verse of scripture, and just begin to pray the scriptures. And begin to spend some time praying through those scriptures. And then don't forget, it's a conversation. It's not just a moment where I just talk to God and I rattle off all of my requests and I say what I feel like I want to say. But pause and listen and spend time not just speaking to God, but listening to God.
and listen for what he has to say to you. Because, you know, we've, we've made it a practice here of, of, of just in our daily lives of, of, uh, of starting up our, our new church here in Bay City, that we've made it a practice to daily just say, okay, God, what do you want me to do today? And then just listen. And then whatever he lays on our heart, then that's what we do. And it's amazing. It's incredible. When, when we become people of prayer and we become people of the word, that God has great things in store for us. And he's got a great adventure for us to live out. And this journey that we're walking on becomes so much more exciting, so much more fulfilling when we're listening for the voice of God and we're doing what he's asked us to do. So church, this week, tonight even, like I said, open up the word of God, find a verse of scripture, and begin to pray the word of God. Let it pour into your life. Let it be a part of you. Let it be a part of who you are in everything that you do. Let the word of God just saturate you and, uh, and begin to make that your life of prayer. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your word to us. God, I thank you that, that you want to do so much more in and through us than we even uh, expect of ourselves. And so, God, right now, I pray. I pray this prayer over, over every single person in this room, Lord God, and over every single person in this community, Lord. I pray that our eyes would be open to the truth. I pray that you would, you would remove the blinders, Lord God, that Satan would try to put in our way. I pray that you would remove the distractions that he would try to place in front of us. God, so that we could turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to the power of God. Lord God, I pray that each of us would receive forgiveness of sins and be given a place among your people, Lord God, that we would be set apart by faith in you. God, go before us. Let us be a light in the community that we go into. Let us be a light in the workplace that we go to. Let us be a light among our families, among our friends, Lord God, to our neighbors, to, to everyone we come in contact with. I pray, God, that that you would give us divine appointments and divine opportunities to have impact in this community for your glory and for your honor, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I believe, is the pantry open? Okay. So the pantry is going to be open after service. You can stop by there. God bless. And uh, we will see you again next week.